0: Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode with Harrison of Bad Boxes. Awesome dude. Really, really cool conversation. If you were one of the people who listened to it, hope you enjoyed it. And thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show welcome please feel free to make yourselves at home and as always there's beer and soda in the fridge now today my new friend Neil is on the show and for those of you who do not know him he is a musician and someone who is involved in the scene he's played in a band such as old accusers pray for teeth he's in a new band now called honeymoon I think is what he said it was uh pretty sure it's it we're going to talk about it and uh yeah he's somebody who we have a lot of mutual friends and for whatever reason we never really like hung out or talked until recently and he was like hey I want to be on the show and I was like fuck yeah you could be on the show so we set it up he came over and we talked he actually just left like 5 minutes ago so yeah that's, I'm not really going to say much more about this, other than this is a, a longer episode. We've talked for about an hour and a half, and uh, if you make it through the whole hour and a half, you'll, you'll know that it probably won't be the only episode we're going to get together and do another one, because, I don't know, me and this fucking dude can just talk, I guess. We have a lot of shit in common, it seems, and a lot of stuff not in common, but that we can talk about in a... A nice way with each other so it was cool I had a blast and uh, I think you'll have a blast too yeah so uh, sit back relax and let's start the motherfucking beat. <laughs> So, Neil, hi. <laughs> Starting it's always really hard. I should have started it on the Ninja Turtles and Girls and Cats. Oh, that would have been... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that would have been a... I mean, we can, just, we can go with that now. Yeah. yeah. Um, you were talking about your toys. Yeah, and how having a room full of toys is sometimes not a good thing when you're bringing significant others over. But it's also a good way to tell if they're somebody that's worth... Being around someone that's gonna really understand you for who you are, and <laughs> yeah, not judge you based on you. Like, yeah, you want to be yourself. If I had, I'm not like a toy guy, yeah. If I could be a toy guy, I would have like a bunch of uh, there's like Simpsons, um, like collectible, yeah. Thing. I like, I'm a huge Simpsons fan, cool. Um, but I'm not like a collector, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have records, yeah. All, like do any of that, I don't know, I I've tried, like, I've tried to, like, get record, I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, fucking have every weird, like, you know what I mean? uh uh-huh. Dumb 7-inch that came out in, like, 93 from some idiot fucking label, but then I, like, buy one, like, I don't, I have a computer. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm the problem with, like, punk, I guess. Like, <laughs> um, but, uh, so, like, I'm not a collector, but, like. If I could be... If I could hold an interest in it long enough. I had it. So I understand the toys. I had an uncle who was a big record collector, movie collector, all that kind of stuff. And he was, like, the coolest person in the world to me as a kid and, like, introduced me to music and movies and I just, like, inherited all of his bad but good habits. Yeah. And now it's... I had a cool uncle, too. He, like... Uh lives currently in, like, the mountains in, in like, Virginia. <laughs> okay. Got married at age 45, because he was, I think he was just like, ah, fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? He's always had, like, dogs that were, like, really cool. And I remember being young and, like, uh, going to visit him, and uh, it was just him in this, like, huge house in the mountains and his dogs, and he, like, burnt me a CD with cause I was like oh yeah I like, really like Nirvana you know what I mean and he was like well here, like here's like it's like where around oh, in the greatest hits that to come out maybe like prior I don't know what he yeah I don't remember what the CD was but he burnt me that and then I remember him playing um, Black Dog by Led Zeppelin on drums while I was there I'm pretty sure he was really high <laughs> okay and I was like man I, this is my, this is what I want my life to be and I'm like kind of scared that I might end up being like weird guy who's 45 with nobody living in the woods like Getting high, and playing drums all day. <laughs> it's, just, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's there's some certain things that I wasn't too fond of with my family that I'm noticing are starting to. Yeah, I'm starting to catch myself doing these things. No, but for it's sure. Oh, like, really. uh, geez. Yeah, I, I have plenty of those things. So right now, I mean, we could talk about music for a bit, I guess, because I know you as being somebody that plays in bands yeah. and appreciates music and probably hates just as much music as you appreciate uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, there's like a weird dichotomy with like the way I am about shit like that cause like I'm a fucking hater like bad it's like to a fault like I, it's it's embarrassing sometimes cause I write stuff off and like I've definitely been painted as like the asshole who <laughs> hates sure. everything but I like way too much bad shit like bad shit I really love a lot of bad stuff did you okay. remember? Okay. Here's my best example. So, Take This to Your Grave My Fall Boy came out when? 2003? Yeah, like 2003, 2004. Everybody loved it. Yeah. If for, in a certain age group, you know what I mean? Um, I'm already embarrassed by the conversation. so That's fine. Then uh, the second record came out. That was the one with, like, Thanks for the Memories. And the yeah, song. yeah, yeah, the cork tree. Yeah, great record. Yeah. Third one came out. That was the one with, uh, like, This Ain't a Scene. Yeah, yeah. Great record. The fourth one came out. The fully Ado. Yeah. Like, the Jay-Z intro. Yeah. Great record. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it. Straight up love, fucking love it. After that, like, recent shit. It's, yeah. Like, I don't, it's save like, rock and roll Yeah, bullshit, it's yeah. like yeah. goddamn Super Bowl music. Like yeah, <laughs> it literally is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's shitty. But I, like, loved and would defend to the death, like, that last two fall boy records are like, no, another cool okay good. i don't know why i think i love pop music yep. that's just like i love it so anytime somebody like talks shit on like stuff like that i'm like i don't know it's like it's built that shit's built to like it. you're supposed to like it it's made yeah for, you know what i mean so i can understand it's like obnoxious like the dude's voice is fucking obnoxious and like but it's kind of cool yeah and some of the lyrics are like super cringe worthy oh yeah and, and like terrible but I, I'm not, like, a pop punk guy. There's just something about them that, like, appeals to me. I don't know. Yeah, I like those. Al- I mean, I know, obviously, I'm, like... So you're like you're I, I know what you're talking you were, about. You are keeping up with me. There. I was like, all right, cool. He knows what's up. But, yeah, yeah, so I don't mind those albums. Actually, I used to have a few of those records, and I sold them mm-hmm. to, you know, better my life because yeah. I didn't need them. But, um, yeah. I, I mean, again, but it's kind of like I have that stuff on my computer. Yeah. So it's, like, where I'm at in life now and collecting things, it's, like, there's some things that I... I don't need to, I don't need to have everything that I want. Yeah. I just need to have what I need to have. Mm-hmm. So been like really taking a chill, selling off some toys that, eh, whatever, they're just yeah. there, selling yeah. records that are essentially just plastic on the wall. I'm not mm-hmm. going to listen to them, things like that. But, um, so I can't believe I just did my fall boy thing on it on here. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like it. It's okay. good. It's Full uh, it well, disclosure here. I'm talking about all the bad shit I like. All right. It gives me a good uh, point of reference from where you're at. Because, okay. you know, there's some people that are listen that like, more extreme types of music. Yeah. And I mean, they I'd front be. that that's, like, the only shit that they oh, like. Oh, yeah. I'm not ever going to... No, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. I'm not a fucking corny idiot. Or somebody yeah. that can't appreciate other styles of music and music as a whole. That's embarrassing. So, that's more embarrassing than liking... <laughs> Every single Follower record. Yeah. So, let's say, like, okay, recently, what's the most exciting thing you've listened to or heard? Uh, do you, I mean, you rap, but, like, how into, like, rap? Uh, like, I'm, fami- I'm familiar with a lot of things. You know Future? The yeah. huh? rapper Future? No. You don't know Future? Mm-mm. Holy fuck. He just put out a record called Dirty Sprite 2, and it's, like, has a mixtape name, but it's, like, a, it's a record. It's, like, a commercial album. Uh, it's all I've been listening to. Cool. It's perfect. It's, like, I'm, like, a huge, huge, huge rap music fucking nerd. That was, like, my first love. That was, like, a first, you know what I mean? Like Okay. Um, but, like, I have, like, a vehement stance against, like, conscious rap. And like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. I can't stand it. I, like, Sage Francis, fucking, like, Aesop, Aesop rock, rock. Like, backpack rap. Fuck that. I can't. Really? You know I mean, yeah. Uh, I catch a lot of flack for it, but, um... What, what is it about that stuff that you don't like? Um, it's, like, I don't ever want to be painted as the kind of fucking white person that is trying to co-opt black culture ever, but with rap music, that's, uh, that's what I'm looking for is, like, that experience in listening to it, you know what I mean? So, like, my favorite rapper ever is Lil Wayne. Okay. Um, and he, like, embodied what, everything I loved about rap. Sure. Uh, in, like, 2007 was, like, his, the peak of, like, his greatness. Um, but, yeah, like, okay, so, a lot of white people really love the same kind of rap music I do because they're posturing for, like, it's cool, you know what I mean? So, whatever. But I can't stand that. I don't ever want to come across that way. Yeah. But the enjoyment I get out of it is, like, that's, like, a a life that I've never lived and that I, because of my, like, white privilege I'll never understand. And I hope that it doesn't, like, I don't want people to think that I'm, like, in an audience, like, watching, like, huh, look at the struggles of, like, because <laughs> that's also terrible, it's just, uh, something about it, I just love it, I love it, um, sure, the, it's, the, the aesthetic, and the place that it just takes you as a person, like, yeah, it, it it's a, c- creates a different environment, absolutely, and it's just something that you're interested in, maybe as <coughs> an outsider, yeah. whereas, like, a lot of maybe conscious stuff like your Sage Francis or Aesop Rock or I know about that shit. That. Yeah, like you, you know about it, or maybe you're just not interested in like listening to music that yeah. is like trying to tell you too much. Yeah, it's like kind of like a lot of information I, at once. I get that. I you know I, that's I mean that's why I listen to punk. That's why you know what I mean? that's why I'm involved in certain things. I'm involved in, but um, the thing about it too is I think that rap is the last true evolving art form it's like the only genre of music that's like like i think i would consider like this to be a renaissance period of rap music right now sure um future young thug dudes like that are like you know when young thug came out like a lot of people were like he, there's pictures of him wearing like a dress as a shirt and the, you know yeah the rap community tends to be overly homophobic so everybody was like you know dropping the f-bomb on him and all this stuff and saying that he's like you know fuck him he's like you know whatever he like calls his friends bae and i think it's awesome (laughs) and like that you know try to be a rapper and do that 10 years ago you know what i mean it like it's constantly evolving and like it's definitely still homophobic and sexist and terrible and there's a lot of elements of it that are terrible but um they're doing interesting things and like they're still making true art and i think there's no like a lot. There's a lot of rappers right now. that are doing whatever they want. Yeah. And like, Future, his new his new record is like, songs about doing a ton of drugs in like a borderline depressive way. You know, and he paints him in this light of like, hey, you know, it's great. You know, I just took fifty six Xanax. It's awesome. You know, yeah. Like I for the past fifty six days, fifty six bars. He's <laughs> um, he's a, he a a mixtape called Fifty Six Nights that was about uh, his DJ getting. Arrested and locked up in Dubai for that amount of time. That's why I referenced it. But uh, there's a song on the new record where he says uh, he's like talking about the mixtapes that he had just done and whatever. I consider him to be in, in two thousand and seven Wayne like mode right now, where okay. he's just, like, constantly putting out like incredible things. But on the song, it's called "Know the Meaning," and he says like he was he was married or engaged to uh, that R and B singer Sierra. Okay. and they had a baby together that they named Future which I think is so sick <laughs> but, uh, he's like talking about like all the drugs he's doing whatever and he says like the best thing I ever did was fall out of love and I was actually listening to the, the album when I was in the shower and that like hit me in like this way like you know uh, some Atlanta rapper who like raps about lean all the time like just made me feel a feeling that I didn't expect to feel when I go in and I listen to like the fucking promise ring or like Codeine or whatever. I'm like, I'm gonna feel sad. You know what I mean? Like, this is some stuff I'm gonna feel. But like, getting that unexpectedly from like rap music, I think is awesome. And people are doing it in ways that you know I didn't think ten years ago you'd be able to do, or fifteen years ago, or five years ago, even. It changes every six months. There's a turnover. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, I. I'm pretty familiar with a lot of stuff that's going on in rap, but I actually don't listen to Mm -hmm. a lot of rap or hip-hop, because I find that, like, anytime I listen to too much of a music, it ends up influencing what I want to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh... (laughs) And for some things, it's okay. Like, yeah, like, I'm in a hardcore band and listen to a ton of hardcore. Let's try to be more pissed than this band or whatever. Mm -hmm. But with, like, I consider my rap shit, like, my main thing, so... I just try to keep as much yeah. outside stuff blocked so whatever I'm putting into my work is as like original as it can yeah, be. Yeah. I know what you mean about like getting in front of the, especially like rap music, I'm like, man, I've been listening to fucking, you know, Young Thug all day. Like I'm definitely gonna get super drunk. <laughs> and like <laughs> maybe i like, do something sketchy and like drugs. I don't okay. know. Yeah. So <laughs> So the most interesting thing you heard recently was future the future, future dirty sprite 2. And you had mentioned that, like your, you got into music through rap as well when you were sort, sort, sort of. of, like like what was maybe like the first <coughs> thing you ever heard that really like, blew your head open. Eminem Marshall great. Mathers LP. Okay. That, are you familiar with it? I, mean, it's such a fucked up piece of yeah. art. You know what I mean? It's like it's awful, uh, morally and like politically but being 10 or 11 years old when that came out and by, I remember my, my mother bought me the edited version for like a birthday or something but luckily I knew the, an older brother of a friend who worked at an FYE and he, he <laughs> sold me the explicit version so I had two copies but there's just certain things about like being 10 and 11 years old and hearing what he's saying and like being fucking terrified of it is like sure it's I, I mean I, I know like a lot of people got that with um, like I guess there's a lot of people i talked to like yeah man I was like 11 and I heard fucking Slayer and I was like sure yeah, it was terrifying or like I heard you know minor threat from my older brother and I was like so psyched on how angry they were about whatever and like I I, I heard the Marshall Mathers LP and was like yo, like, this is, like, it it has a mood. You know what I mean? It has, like, it's scary. It was scary to me. And I remember just listening to it on repeat until I, like, beat the shit out of the CD. Like, it was... Sure. That was the first thing that definitely got me interested in music and, like, made me want to seek out other stuff. Okay. Um, Yeah. So, we have, like, Eminem future. Yeah. How does everything in the middle <laughs> happen? Like how does, does anything How happen? does Fallout Boy happen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, or uh or like any of like um you've played in hardcore bands, yeah you still do I guess yeah like, you know heavier music and all those sorts of things. Like where uh, does, Okay. So um two things happened. Okay. I developed a heavy interest in Nirvana. That was like the band for me that changed everything. You know what I mean? With yeah the music and whatever. In a lot of people talk about it. It's like, you know, you read, like, Phil Kurt Cobain's journals or, like, see his t-shirts and they have, like, Black Flag. He's wearing, you know, I'm like, oh, who's Black Flag? And, you know, he checked yeah. it out. I'm like, that was huge for me, eye-opening. Uh, but when right before I went to high school, I was really, really, really into skateboarding. I know this is, like, every fucking punk story. <laughs> you get into skate I got into skateboarding and... Uh, what year is it uh flip skateboards and girl skateboards put out two videos around the same time yeah right from girl and really sorry and sorry from flip and i remember hearing i think it was the flip video i want to be your dog by iggy and the stooges and it like fucked me up you know i was like this is cool you know and yeah what else was on there uh there's like a discord records band from I think the 80s and early 90s called gray matter that had a song in one of their one of those videos that was like super cool um and like that also you know people skate to rap a lot so i was like getting into way deeper into rap like wu-tang at the time mm-hmm. um and like uh dip set and like shit like that uh but for like <coughs> alternative music um it was 100 percent skateboarding And then, when I went to high school, I was like, alright, I don't think I want to skateboard anymore, I think I just want to be, like, in bands, and, like, that's when I started going to shows, and, uh, it was the right decision, I was really shitty at skateboarding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I might not be great at being in a band either. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I mean, it's whatever you want to do. Like, I found hip-hop through, uh, graffiti. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, I was really into that, but I was like the weird kid with like slip and cradle of filth shirts, yeah, hanging out with like all these kids who were into hip hop, yeah. but they liked all of that like the conscious stuff, mm. and that was it, or, like see, like, but it was like really interesting to me. I was like, oh, because I always liked, I didn't have a problem with like what was more popular mm. in rap music, but it was like, I just couldn't relate to it. Yeah, it's never really connected with it but then I was like I heard Aesop Rock and I was like I don't know what this guy's talking about but it seems really cool yeah and then like I got into that and like learned about like the hip hop's a big thing and there's all these there's a yeah. like, whole world of different things out there and there's, it's not all there's definitely shit like that that I got into like Black Star, the most evident talk yeah yeah that record they do together I think is incredible um there's some other you know what I mean that would be considered like borderline like conscious backpack shit uh but I know what you mean it, and I guess it's like because it's the polar opposite of anything I would ever relate to is why I liked it I don't, I can't really any, like when I talk to people they're like why do you love rap so much you know what I mean I'm like I don't know dude because like, it's cool and like it makes me want to like party and dance and like yeah it also makes me want to like, like chill out and I, I, don't know. I find myself I like I really have a a soft spot for like weird electronic music with like female vocals oh, and really down-tempo God, stuff. That's my shit man. it's like i will i always find myself listening to music that's the complete opposite of anything that i would want to make or be a part of personally and i find like i get more enjoyment out of yeah. it like it's really rare for me to listen to some metal band and be like oh this is cool because all i'm thinking about is like a bunch of dudes sitting in front of a computer like playing one note at a time to make it all perfect and squeaky clean. It's like, I think, did you have an issue like whenever you got into playing in bands and making music and recording, like, being behind the curtain that fucked things up for you when she started seeing how things were made? No, because I wanted to be behind that curtain so bad and like, I'm the kind of person like when I get into a thing, I really get into it so like, I have to know like everything about whatever. So, um, when I got into, you know, alt shit, I guess, uh, I knew, like, I was like, th- this label has these bands, and all these labels have these bands, like, these bands are on tour right now, like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, that was, like, 2003, 2004, so I was, like, when MySpace was popping. Yeah, yeah. So that was, like, my shit. I was just on there all the time, like, in computer class, mm-hmm. like, on, like, Metal Blade Records website, listening to, like, Cattle Decapitation MP3s, and, like,. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. And uh, I I just, like, I went head first. I had to know everything about everything. So getting behind the curtain was me getting one step closer to, like, knowing more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, like, a thirst for knowledge, I I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I know what you mean, though, because, like... There's definitely been times where I realized, like, no, this is how you do it. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of whack. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and that that's actually helped me figure out, like, my actual beliefs in a lot of things. Sure. Because I realized, I was like, oh, the, the way people do anything, I don't, I don't know, I don't have an example. <laughs> like, the way people do this thing sucks. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not... Just with, like, it, trying to book a tour or, like... Uh, putting on a record like or whatever anything you know what i mean loading gear like i think the way everybody loads gear sucks and, <laughs> and, and i i me the bands i've specifically pray for teeth we were like we're i had always we were very proud of like yeah we can load in and out like all 100 of our calves in like three minutes like you know yeah. what I mean? no matter how tired we are like we're gonna show up below and be fast as fuck. Because I hate that like, you know Oh yeah, you like yeah. You're like halfway in the door you set down the cab to say hi to somebody and then you just leave it there and walk mm-hmm. over saying hi to five other people fucking Yeah shit's halfway out the door like <laughs> No. Yeah. Get it out of here. Be a professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I relate with that. That's like a kind of a different conversation that's that's the worst (laughs) example i could have given because i was like my beliefs in things that's they're really important to me like loading gear like what the fuck (laughs) yeah but you know it it says a lot though it seems like how earlier i'd mentioned like you seem like somebody who likes music as much as you hate music yeah you seem like and then like you know you were before we started talking like you were at zenith and it was taking a while and you're like am I about to fucking gonna, slander zenith yeah, on the air yeah you seem like now. an easily irritable person I'm not here's the thing <laughs> is I'm not okay I'm really easygoing. Yeah. yeah and I'm like I, I, I feel like I'm friendly yeah um my whole thing is I get cranky sure and I'm hot <laughs> I, it was really hot in there and uh I was I hate being late for shit so I was like it was like one fifty and I was like, I gotta go to fucking Brian's like right now. Take it forever. It's hot in here. This cake sucked. I need to like go in the bathroom <laughs> so I don't yell, you know? Uh, I'm not easily irritable. I just have Or maybe like shit annoys you easily. I'm just I I'm extremely opinionated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um and I'm I like don't because I'm a moron, I have like no like Sometimes I just say shit. So I think it comes <laughs> off as, like, me being easily annoyed, but I'm just, like... Like, no filter. Ex- like, yeah, yeah, like, I see a thing, I'm like, that thing sucks. And, like, I don't take, you know, like, I have to out it as a shitty thing immediately because I, like, am an asshole, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's definitely something I've had to work on in my life is, like, not, like, immediately yelling, like, these things are terrible, you know, all the time. Uh-huh. Music and everything doesn't matter. Um, I try to give more things the benefit of the doubt, I suppose. That's good. That's something that, as you grow, you can work on. It's something that... I like to... In my mind, the way I paint myself, I'm like, I love everyone. All art has value. Everybody, you know, deserves to live, like, a happy and full life, regardless of the decision they've made. made." You know what I mean? Yeah. But you put me in, like, a hot restaurant, and, like, (laughs) I, like, have a thing to do, and it's... Or, like, a hot venue. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck this. Everything sucks. Like, (laughs) you know... (laughs) Like when when I think about myself, I'm like, yeah, like I'm super nice and accepting, accepting, and uh, a joy to be around. <laughs> and then like sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm pretty terrible. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty good wake up call. Yeah. So um, Zenith, do you do like the veggie diet, vegan thing, or you just like are you vegan? Just, like, a yeah, vegan? Yeah. Okay, how long have you been doing that? Uh, um... three or four years I don't know I don't really keep track sick anymore. Yeah. and you've been like solid to it oh yeah I was a vegetarian for a while before that but vegetarians are morons you see here I go again <laughs> <laughs> explain um, <laughs> I actually just uh, got an argue the same I can't shut up ever <laughs> um, so people who are vegetarian because like They, like moral reasons. If you're vegetarian for animal rights issues, you're you're an asshole. Oh, because of like dairy and yeah, li- yeah like you're you're just, yeah, you're not doing anything right. You know what I mean? Like I I can't believe vegetarians exist in 2015 as like a like a beyond a diet, like it's a belief system. Like, sure, <coughs> it's moronic. I did it for a long time, and it was like stupid. Like I realized at one point, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like I just ate a whole pizza. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And like a like cheese is gross, but it's, it's good. Yeah, and it's also like dairy is a product of rape. So, sure. <laughs> um, morally, I just can't can't I'm not down. Uh, I'm just not into harming something for food and killing as uh, an animal that did need to die. Okay, so it is like a strictly moral thing. Absolutely, with you. Yeah, that's where it started. Yeah Yeah uh, Yeah um, Yeah Yeah I mean you can get people They're like Oh well, it's like A health thing Or it's I This eat or that and like, I mean look at me I fucking eat like shit Like it's that How do you eat like shit As a vegan Uh A lot of like fucking potato Like potato chips No like a lot of Indian food like, Okay <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of Thai takeout You know what I mean Just yeah. being like I'm lazy I'm just gonna get some fucking curry Potatoes Noodles I mean it's not like terrible for you But it's definitely like Not as good as being like Oh I'm gonna make like Spaghetti out of zucchini and like put a whatever. I mean, that shit's has the place, but like, yeah, I mean, I like healthy vegan food, it's good. Um, I'll fuck up an acai bowl or like a cool smoothie or whatever, but I'm not the health benefits of being vegan are definitely awesome, but it's not something I think about, you know what I mean? I'm vegan because I don't want to murder an animal, yeah, yeah, or be involved in the murder of an animal, I guess. Sure, where did uh, I mean, you. S- you like cats, I know that. Yeah, I'm not, like, a cat guy. <laughs> okay. But I am, but uh, you have a cat. I have a cat. And you like, like yeah, Yeah. Cats so are So, where... <laughs> um, was there anything specifically that, like, contributed to this, like, yeah, animals, other than just trying to be a good person and not be a dick, or was there, like... I had friends that were vegan. Okay. And I, like, grew up with a lot of pets. Um, my uncle, who I, was, who I mentioned earlier, he was, like, a big... He, he had... Saw a raccoon dying on the side of the road and, like, paid $800 or whatever for a, its, like, vet bills to, like, bring it back to life and re-release it into the... You know what I mean? But he eats me, so he's a dickhead. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was just kind of, like, I have had this appreciation for animals, and, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm super sensitive. <laughs> like, I cry at uh, Undercover Boss, the TV show, like, the end of every episode. Okay. And I love animals. You know what I mean? So it was, like... A, the, the very sensitive, emotional part of me was, like, why, you know what I mean, this makes sense that, like, I have these vegan friends, like, you know, you hear, like, bands like Chokehold or, like, Earth Crisis, not yeah. that I'm, like, a fan of Earth Crisis, really. But I loved Earth Crisis when I was, like, a kid. They're, f- whatever. And w- yeah. we could talk about that. It's yeah. actually pretty interesting. I would love to hear your Earth <laughs> but, You know, you hear bands like that, uh, you know, cro or whatever, that are, like, these bands with, like, vegan ideals, and you're, like, wow, yeah. Fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's kind of how I got into it, is, you know, having these friends feeling a certain way about, you know, not wanting any other living thing to die. Uh, And then the culture that I'm involved in, pushing that. It's just kind of like a mix of... That always helps if you have, like, a a friend group or circle of people that are like, you know, you're hanging out, they're going to their weird... Vegan restaurants yeah, all the exactly. time, anyways, and it's like fuck. Spac Brothers. When I moved here, yeah. I was like, I went, I was like vegetarian. There was like, yeah hey, we're going to Spac. I'm like, fucking, this shit is awesome. You yeah, know what I mean? like, oh, this is what being vegan's about. I got it. And then <laughs> I quickly learned that's not what it's about at all. Yeah. But, <laughs> here's uh, here's another thing I want to add, is that I'm realizing what I said. Like, you know, he, my uncle ate meat, so he's a dickhead. Or like, hey, if you're a vegetarian, you're an asshole. Yes, that's what I believe. I don't ever want to fucking talk about it. Like, do you eat meat? I eat seafood. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care what you eat, ever. I don't care what anybody eats. Don't talk to me about being vegan, unless you're vegan, and you're like, here's a recipe for, like, a really good fucking lentil burger. Yeah. But, like, other than that, I I hate those motherfuckers that, like, have to run around and talk about it all the time, because it, and on on the other hand, like, I hate fucking meat-eating pieces of shit that are like, dude, I couldn't live without steak, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't fucking care. Yes, you could. Shut up. Like, yeah. you know, I just don't ever want to be involved in a conversation about my diet ever. Yeah. Well, sorry for bringing it no, in. No, no, no. <laughs> See? No, it's fine. It's fine. And it's like, uh, it's something that's important to me. But I don't want to be that fucking vegan. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just, I'm like really interested in it. Because I stopped, I mean, I cut out eating anything besides seafood, which I barely eat mm-hmm. like almost five years ago. And it's like, I want to keep like. Taking the step But it's more of just like a To see if I can do it Because yeah. I feel like I don't need this shit in me Like
1: no, I don't need to be don't.
0: eating All this gross stuff All the time Yeah And But it's still like It's like Oh fuck Like I want to Get a fucking grilled cheese Yeah, and all this yeah. So it's like Yeah no, One you. day at a time Yeah I'm just I'm always really curious though Just more from like a Not necessarily like the moral standpoints of it, but, like, the actual, like, what you're eating and is it good because I like fucking food. Yeah, well, that's the thing, too, is that I'm really into, like, um, I don't really know the industry term, I, like, gastro, whatever the fuck, dickhead food, you know what I mean, like, chefs Like, small are- plates and weird things like that. And just food in general and culture. Yeah, from food, and, like, I watch a, a lot of, like, travel... Anti Bourdain and shit like that. So how do you feel about like he eat some weird shit? Right? Oh, he's, yeah, and he's like he hates vegans too. And like I don't care because his show's cool and like <laughs> he's a cool dude. I like travel, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, I like culture experience and like that. I like to you know. That's like a moral thing that I go through. Where it's if I were to be in a situation where I'm traveling like that, like would I want to offend these people by not eating? You know what I mean? The only food they can afford and what they're selling. And, you know I don't know whatever it's a conversation I'm not in fucking yeah Laos right now so I guess it doesn't matter but yeah. it, it's like a it's a weird thing for me because I love watching television like that or like reading about like and like I'm involved in coffee so it's like the other side of that is like there's a lot of food coffee crossover uh, so I guess I, I just kind of shut the like that part of my brain off and just like enjoy the television and the art because yeah. there is art with cooking it's yeah. it's beautiful and it's like I don't know I just don't choose to do it I feel it. like it's kind of like maybe how you digest some rap music mm-hmm. you're able to shut off a certain part of your brain yeah. and enjoy the parts That's that you want to enjoy I never thought about that until now thank you you're welcome. Like, <laughs> I, feel, I feel much better about like, cool. <laughs> yeah. the um yeah the food coffee crossover thing coffee's actually how I got into craft beer oh yeah which was another thing that we were bullshitting about. We both seem to have some sort of knowledge yeah. of that stuff. I love rude shit. That's just, like, anything that presents itself in a way where it's, like, snobby, I'm, like, I'm in. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, like, that's where, like, uh, that thirst for knowledge comes from as a kid. Like, I needed to know everything about all these, like, fucking anybody, anything, you know, music-related. Uh-huh. Music- and then, like, I guess it just turned into me being, like, wanting the best of everything, but I'm, like, poor as fuck, so, like, I can only, like, I'll spend, like, six dollars on a cup of coffee, but, like, if I go to a restaurant, I'm like, man, this meal's ten bucks, like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, definitely, but, yeah, there, I, I love alcohol a lot, uh, craft beer definitely is awesome, I also love Miller Lite, <laughs> so, I also, I mean, there's not an alcohol that I would ever shy away from, I'll take it all. Okay. But craft beer definitely is a thing that I'm interested in. Because of coffee, I've been really interested in wine. Okay. Recently, that's like a new thing I want to get into. Yeah. Maybe being an amateur sommelier. And I like, think that, like, what you said about, like, anything that's, like, snotty and you want to know about it, uh-huh. like, I think I, I, I agree with that, too, because wine is something that I don't know anything about. Me, either. But I'm so interested in it because the people that know about it, they, like, fucking know about oh, it. yeah. And it's like, I want to know. Yeah, I want in. Let me in. Yeah. Let me be in your club. Yeah. I want to be better than you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to fucking be a sommelier and be the best, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I do, like, coffee cuppings and you say things like mouthfeel, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of that, I really got interested in wine and, like, it's a lot easier, I think, to identify certain things in wine because there's only certain, it comes from, you know, certain places there's certain kinds of wine uh so you can categorize it very easily mm-hmm. with coffee it's just like region is important with flavor but that's kind of about it you know what i mean everything else is like like i can t- i can taste a coffee but this is probably from this continent everything else is fucking shot in the dark you know what i mean it can taste like a thousand different things and that's why it's it's tough and like a there's like flavor wheels for cuppings to like see like you know like is it tart is it earthy whatever mm-hmm. and they didn't an updated one a couple of years ago and it's like insane the amount of things you can taste in a cup of coffee and i guess that's why i got into coffee is because i like wanted to be a, a dickhead about it yeah i don't know I, I love it i think that that was probably the fir- like one of the first things that got me out <coughs> of eating meat like uh uh-huh. well most meat was that like i felt really gross not knowing what i was eating Yeah. yeah. And also, there was something about the, like, vegetarian or, like, vegan culture. It was, like, it really opened up my mind and, like, to trying new types of food that I probably would have never tried otherwise. Because it was so much, like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, Burger King, whatever. Like, I was totally that person. But then, like, whenever I started, I cut all that stuff out. It was like, oh, like, what's Thai food all about? What's Indian food all about? Like, what and really blew my mind open as far as just trying different things and oh yeah totally i grew up in like a smaller town and it was like pizza but other stupid shitty italian food like the one chinese restaurant yeah and like denny's like those are your options Uh and like taco bell when you're fucking drunk that was like the eating out options yeah you you said that you you were talking about spack brothers whenever you moved to pittsburgh Mm -hmm. where did you where are you from originally i'm Hermitage, Pennsylvania. Okay. Which is in Mercer County. Yeah. It's like an hour and a half north of here. Uh, I moved here for school, for college in 2000, fall of 2008. Uh, What were you in college for? Journalism. Okay. Uh, At the time. That's a whole other conversation for another time. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I could go really deep into that. I, I wanted to go to school for journalism because I was reading a lot of skateboarding and music journalism. Okay. And it got me to writing. So I was like, I would love to write professionally. Went to school, couldn't afford it, Went back, moved back to Hermitage for a year, went to community college, that's when I started with Accusers. Okay. Was able to come back to Pittsburgh for school in 2010, uh, and then at the end of that year I was like, still couldn't afford it. So I was like, nah, fuck this. That's but a bummer. It's honestly, it used to really upset me. Uh, I remember right after I dropped out, I was like, all right, I'm gonna get an apartment, get a job, whatever. So I got a job at Pittsburgh Popcorn, making popcorn all day, smelling terrible. And a girl I went to high school with came in, like when I was closing. She's like, oh my God, Neil, hey, like, how are you? I was like, oh, uh, I just dropped out of college. I work at a popcorn store. She's like, oh my God, great. Me and my boyfriend live in the North Shore in this like really cute apartment, and like he makes all this money, and like I just graduated, blah blah. blah, And like, I was like, "Fuck!" (laughs) (laughs) But now, I dropping out of college is the best thing that ever happened to me. I am not in in as much debt as I could be. Um, I learned a lot about myself. I grew up real quick. Sure. I got into coffee. I was able to. I started touring. You know, I dropped out. So, it was definitely the coolest decision I made as an adult. Because I, that, the coolest because I'm able to look back and be like, this is the moment when I decided that, like, sure, I'm going to, like, take over my own life. Yeah. And you seem happy where you are. Totally. And I mean, even, like, a bad experience, you can pull a positive thing from it. You yeah. You have to try to, like, learn whatever you can from any shitty thing that happens to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, I look at I shit that way. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely days when I want to, like, light myself on fire and jump off the fucking bridge and into the mon. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would say I'm a, I'm a happy guy. That's so, good. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing any, like, zines or anything like that? Absolutely. Um, I don't know why I haven't. I'm really bad at staying motivated. Okay. I get these ideas and I'm psyched for, like, 12 hours. But I need somebody to stay on my ass and be like, do the fucking thing. My mom is really good at that. She'd be like, do what you said you're going to do, dumbass. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I've always thought about it. I love writing. I love, you know what I mean? Um, you love writing. You love music. I love, yeah, I love writing. I love punk. I love fucking talking. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I mean, the zine it's it's seems the, like it's a the perfect thing. outlet, yeah. But it is a lot of work. There's a lot of organizing and things that you need yeah. to do. And if it's not perfect, which, I'll hate it and I'll resent it. You know what I mean? Forever. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. So I've been with everything I've ever made. Hardly. Yeah. Well, nothing's ever perfect. That's the thing. Yeah. Cause I think that I can, I always want everything to be the best that it can be as close to perfect mm-hmm. as possible. But one day I realized that nothing's perfect. Yeah. And in order to ever actually get anything done, you have to become really comfortable with compromise. Yeah. And learn how to balance that shit out, which is hard for some people. Absolutely. It's like, would you rather have absolutely nothing done or keep waiting until you have the perfect thing that's most likely never going to happen? I'd rather have something that was like 80% of what I was trying to go for and just be happy that it it at least exists. See, in my mind, I'm like, fucking neither. I want to be the guy that does everything perfect and does a ton of shit. I know that's not a realistic (laughs) goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to work that out. Yeah, so... (laughs) i'm just like constantly trying to adapt into like new situations and and creating within boundaries that i you know have, must adapt to I, i'm trying to create within those boundaries as much as possible and to the best of my ability if they were perfect that would be great but a lot of times they're not um and that's dis- i get discouraged a lot just because i all have an idea to do like i have a lot of like secret visual art that I've never showed anybody okay just cause I'm like this sucks it's corny you know what I mean and I like throw it in a drawer or like whatever um so I I, I psych myself out real bad and I get really like unmotivated that way yeah that's like my biggest issue I think that you should show some other people it. Right? Yeah. You know, a lot of the time I showed like an ex-girlfriend and she was just kind of like eh. you know what I mean she, was, she like painted and uh, she was like this sucks and, yeah. I didn't paint it was like I don't know whatever Maybe I will. I think that it's important to show it to people because a lot of the time with stuff that I do, I'm thinking like, eh, like, I don't know about this, but then show it to people like, this is cool. Yeah. And it's like, I think that you get inside your own head too much and it's impossible for you to look at it in the way that anybody else is ever going to look at it. I agree. You have like way too much of a relationship with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, yeah, that's, I think that's my problem. Just it. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Just show some people. Maybe I will. Maybe and I'll, show. Also, I'll show you. How about that? Okay. Yeah, yeah you can show me something. It'll be yeah. like... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the um. The other thing, too, is that you need to just keep doing stuff. You can't discourage yourself from not doing it. Because you can't just do something and automatically it's perfect. you got to work at it. It's like, you know, like, let's talk about the first time you steam milk. How'd that oh go? Oh, my God. Yeah, no, you're right. Um... Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But... I guess guess with my art, my music, whatever I do, um, I get an idea. I have a vision of what I want it to be. And it has to be that. Anything less than what I have in my head is bullshit. You know what I mean? And I've come really close. And, like, I get... I'll get there and I'll hate it for a minute like I'll absolutely resent it but have you ever okay have you ever with this new Sykes record did you have like a vision for what you wanted it to be yeah I had a pretty good idea of what I wanted did you nail exactly what you wanted out of it or did it like change over time with like everything you know outside forces yeah there's I with this project I was really open to the I knew that there was going to be inevitable change Mm mm-hmm so, I had kind of like, the idea of what I wanted was, it was loose. It was, I was very willing to accept what yeah. other outside forces and happy accidents and things yeah. that were bound to happen. Yeah. It was a very long process. but So, when you get to hear that at the end, you reflect on how you got there. Yeah. So, so my thing is that, like, I have a vision and I want it to be perfect and I want to stick to that completely. And I love that, but I'm also fucking psyched on change and things changing. I love it. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want. I don't. Fucking, That's the best. I want my shit to ever be the same ever. It's in my whole life. Um, so both of those combined, I'm generally pretty satisfied with a lot of the shit I do, as long as it's like not terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was gonna be my next question for you. Was like, with that mentality, are you okay with the the happy accidents and things that? inevitably happen. Oh, I love it. That's my favorite part of doing shit. Yeah, they're usually the best if, like, you're mm-hmm. recording and, like, somebody hits something wrong yeah. and you're like, wait, that was actually awesome. Yeah, that happened a lot with little accusers. Yeah. Because everybody in that band is a fucking freak-ass. So, like, <laughs> shit would just happen all the time that we would be like, no, we're going to roll with that. Like Okay. Not even recording, like songwriting, like, somebody would play something stupid. But yeah. But actually, we're, we can make that sound cool. Um, has all of the music that you've done been in more of, like, the rock atmosphere like i say rock is a very general blanket for like metal or hardcore or punk like mm-hmm. guys with guitars and drums G- guitar and, based music yeah yeah um yes <clears throat> i i have like a really strong interest in electronic music and it's something that it's, it's something i want to do but it's such a huge undertaking if you like, want to like get into like knobs and buttons and production and stuff like yeah. that. yeah i've always thought like i definitely can't rap but i was like i know it sounds good so like maybe i could like produce beats yeah but it's like so much fucking it's like completely rewiring my brain for music you know what i mean but then i look at like kanye west who's like one of my idols and i'm like yo like he was an incredible producer then an even better rapper and now he's an even better fashion designer like unstoppable genius Maybe I can do that. You know what I mean? So, like I said, I just need the motivation. I also yeah. need, like. Yeah, you can do like, anything you want. You know? Yeah, I can. Fuck yeah, I can. People without limbs in the Olympics. Hell yeah. And they're fucking way better at life yeah. than I am. Yeah. <laughs> so but, it's. Um, I agree. And, like, usually I'll be in that, like, I'm going to fucking do everything. I can do anything I want to. I'm the best. I can't wait to fucking learn everything in the world. And then, like, I'm like, yeah, but you, like, I haven't read a book in like three months and like you're stupid. You know, (laughs) then I'll psych myself out. Um, Maybe maybe I'll start producing beats. Who knows? I also have a shitty computer. That's another thing, is it's expensive. It's not expensive. You you have good stuff. Nah, not really. Okay. I record all of my music on a Windows 98 IBM computer. Alright, I'm interested in that. You're gonna have to show me that when we're done. Right. Yeah. I mean like and I have this MacBook, but it's from 2008 and it's on its last leg. It doesn't even have a fucking battery in it. Yeah, I had a MacBook from 07 that my roommate's dog pissed on. Uh bummer. So, yeah. No dogs have pissed on this, but it's definitely. But it's I'm definitely somebody that I have, like I make do with very limited resources. I'm always just because there, yeah. it's like I need to do this, I want to do this, mm-hmm. and it's like I have friends that I Come meet people and say, like, I want to get into, like, making beats or just, like, recording my stupid acoustic music, like, whatever. And it's not hard to do. See, so recording stupid acoustic music? I fucking could do that tonight, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, know, I have, like, I know about that shit. I guess I just don't ever want to offend the culture I'm in love with so much with, like, sticking my fucking nose in and trying to, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, but then, at the same time, it's like, you know, you're not going to offend anybody. It's like, yeah, no. nobody gives a shit Art- about you and what you're doing, you know? Artistically, fucking nobody ever should give a shit about me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or anybody in that regard. Like, exactly. When it comes to, like, making shit. But, um, just artistically, I wanted want it to be like, who the fuck is this dude? Who does he think he is? You know what I mean? I don't know. I think a lot of it is just, like, the attitude and the way you present it, you know? It's yeah. just like, this is me and this is what I do. And it's like, okay, cool. This conversation's fire me up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to do a bunch of shit after this. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm having birthday dinner with my mom. Oh, yeah. yeah it was your birthday. Monday is my birthday. Monday's your birthday. Yeah. Happy early birthday. Thank you. I'm going to be 25. And I feel like I'm just racing towards fucking death. My youth is just slipping yeah, away. Halfway to 50. This is it. Fuck, It's a quarter century. It's fucking terrifying. And everybody laughs at me when I say that, but I've always been like the young guy and like my friends. So I've always been like, yeah, I'm the young one. I'm like youthful and, of life and now i'm like old and <laughs> full of shit yeah. yeah you can do whatever you want to <laughs> do <laughs> i think like this is just like a yeah. therapy session that I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this is i might like a shitty so, a failure yeah i mean i think that no it's always important to always want to try new things yeah. and do stuff i think that's really cool yeah. you know if maybe it takes you another five years to start you just want to start making beats when mm-hmm. you're 30 whatever you can do that you can do whatever you want I'll start making clothes too i basically just want to follow kanye west like okay career trip. yeah you you mentioned the fashion thing so is that something that you're also into I like, in I, some weird I, way i, I like low-key love that shit like love it I, I dress kind of i think i think i dress well um i don't have the body type for a lot of like fashion shit sure i can relate to that um yeah. But it's something I appreciate, again, for, like, artistic reasons. That's another, like, kind of snotty thing, too. Exactly. <laughs> like, I want to know about these designers uh-huh. and yeah. all the, yeah. Well, and, like, I love to, like, look at people's shoes and be like, ugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not that terrible. Uh, I'm painting myself in such a fucking... No. You know what? I'm cool. Fuck it. No, I've done that shit, too, where yeah. I, like, low-key catch myself judging other people cool. all the time. And I feel that... It's like, I don't give a shit what you're wearing or what you're doing. No. But for some reason, I still have that feeling. That it's like, you know, I go into, like, Starbucks in the morning, and, like, I see somebody getting a Frappuccino at 830 in the morning. But it's, it's just fucked like, up. you're a disgusting that's, person. That's fucking mutant behavior. <laughs> that is fucking disgusting. It but is. it's also none of my business. What it's, the fuck do I care? But it's objectively gross. Who knows? Maybe that person worked from, like, midnight till 8, and they're just getting off work, and they've so been thinking be about good. it all night. I've never. They deserve that. One of a milkshake after work. And be like I need it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want milkshakes, but it's not even a milk. They're it's, barely. It's they're, back, they're, practically a milkshake. There's like this much milk in a frappuccino. Yeah. I worked at Starbucks did for you? a while. Yeah, I worked at Crazy Milker for a long time, so I, it was just like, this the fucking dollar store version of everything you guys did. Yeah. This is what got me a coffee though. So. Yeah, I did Starbucks, and I worked at like another coffee shop for a couple of years. Which one? Uh, Uptown Coffee. Oh, I deliver there For my job In Mount Lebanon Yep Yeah Yeah, I worked there For a while Nice little place Yeah, it was alright Owner's a psychopath I've heard <laughs> But it was a job I was living there Like, I was like I could walk To uh, yeah. from there And then a- Whenever I moved Away from there I Yeah No longer worked there Yeah, you don't need To be going to Mount Lebanon For anything No Yeah No Well, pizza badama's bomb You ever get there? Uh-uh Yeah Pizza what? Pizza badama I don't know anything Good about pizza, that. but uh forgot. Yeah, I can appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch you eat it. Tell me about it. Well, yeah, I it's pizza, it. you know? Yeah. It's all good. There's a there's a place in uh, Penn Hills, I think, that's like Vincent's Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, like, a rumor that, like, the cook or, like, the pizza maker, like, smokes in the back and, like... Ash like, Accidentally into things And I was like That's Such an urban legend I know But I was like Yo yes Like that, like trashy <laughs> Pittsburgh It is gross. a trashy place Yeah I want that You know what I mean Like that Like this piece of sauce Might have ash Cigarette ash in it <laughs> Hell yeah You know what I mean Like I'll take five Yeah uh, In In high school The girl that This is probably Entirely too much information But who's really Gonna listen to this anyways The girl that my I lost m- my mom maybe. I lost my virginity To his granddaughter Oh. Did you get any pizza? Yeah, yeah, we got pizza. Cool. (laughs) That's (laughs) nice. So, but I don't even think it was, like, like an actual, like, blood granddaughter. Just, like, a weird, like, goddaughter kind Uh, of thing. Like, he was always around their house and stuff, and he would bring over pies all the time. That's cool. Yeah. How old were you? Uh, 15. Yeah. That's, like, the average virginity age, I think. Yeah. So you... We're 15 years old, you just started fucking, and you were getting free pizza all the time. Yeah, life was way cooler, Yeah, and it <laughs> sounds like a dream. That's great. Yeah, I, like, specifically remember, uh, one day, like, eating pizza and hanging out with her, and, like, editing, like, Slipknot fan art and Microsoft Paint. Dude, that's so tight. That is so That's, cool. like, a day that I'm thinking of right now in my head. What a day. Yeah. Life has really gone yeah. downhill. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes and like oh, that was around the time too that I was doing all that graffiti shit and mm-hmm. stuff and I think about oh kids are so crazy and like I can't picture kids doing stuff that they do yeah at that age and I think about the stuff that I was doing when I was like 15, 16 it's like holy shit I was yeah a fucking hooligan yeah like I was just moron like, I don't think I did anything too crazy I, think I was just stupid wasn't like super super bad Luckily, none of my friends were drug friends. Oh, that's good. That's great. I so, didn't have any drug friends either. Yeah. Have we you was, seen we... Dave Watt's Slipknot fan art? No. It's cool. Check it out sometime. Yeah. Shout out to Dave Watt. Um, sorry, I interrupted you. That's it was... all good. I don't even know exactly where my drug goes. Oh, drug friends. and We were all, like, nerds. That kind of goes back to the Earth Crisis thing. Oh, okay. Was, uh, I think, Earth Crisis kept me out of a lot of trouble. Er, Carl from Earth Crisis is at responsible a, for you for a, getting in trouble. At a system. time that is, like, kind of appropriate. Yeah. I feel like when I was, like, 15, 16, 17, like, yeah, fuck that. Kind of, like, had oh, a sure. with, like, drugs and stuff. The vegan thing was, like, way over my head. Mm-hmm. But the drug thing, like, really, like, that Earth Crisis and more strife than Earth Crisis. Yeah, okay. I did, I, a, I did a brief dance with Straight Edge when I was in high school. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, it kept me... Out of trouble. But then I, like, mm-hmm. just kind of, like, stopped caring or whatever. And But I think that I'm really appreciative for it because it... Oh, absolutely. Because, like, you know, my family had a lot of drug shit, so... Mm-hmm. And then, uh yeah, none of my friends were into it, and that... It's just, like, a very good combo. Yeah. I'm glad that, like, I wasn't, like, smoking pot in high school or drinking and stuff. Because it's, I, like... It, yeah, no, I agree. Um I wasn't really partying in high school either. And then... I, I felt like alienated from people who were yeah and I was also in the hardcore so I was like fucking straight edge perfect you know what I mean it's like sure. everything to me and then uh I don't know what happened I think I was just like mm, beer seems cool you know like I don't know where that went wrong but it, it was cool because I was too focused on like being in a bunch of terrible bands with my friends and, like, yeah going to shows and like staying up all night and going to Walmart at four in the morning to like steal your whatever oh yeah yeah, yeah you know we would like go to fucking walmart and the baskin robbins dunkin donuts it was open all night. yeah they were like right by each other where'd you grow up well i grew up in Swissvale. okay but we would drive out to north for sales yeah so, so, so yeah <laughs> when you're in like a town like that with like your straight edge or you don't do shit like that and you have nothing to do go to go to some dumb store and fucking walk around yeah because like, like that was like the western pennsylvania alt kid move oh yeah <laughs> you know, we would go to the mall all the time and all oh, that yeah. stupid shit but I'm actually thinking about it now. I wonder, because I got into making beats and stuff when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if I would have gotten into drugs and doing all this other stuff. If, like, my productivity would have slipped if I wouldn't have yeah. got into doing all this other stuff. Cause I used to draw and paint a lot, too, mm-hmm. at the time. And if I was just hanging out with like at parties and trying to get fucked up all the time when I was 18. I don't know if I would have yeah. stuck with everything that I did. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like, you know, I didn't start drinking until, like, much later, like, 22, 23. Oh, okay. And it was just kind of like, well, like, I'm at a point now where I feel like I can do this and my life won't fall apart. Mm Mm-hmm. That's (laughs) it. No, I agree with that. (laughs) I think that when I I decided to, like, get drunk when I was in high school, uh, it was definitely, like, a peer pressure kind of situation. Sure. I was, like, probably sad about some girl... Cause that was that was like my fucking my motif when I was an idiot, sixteen year old, seventeen year old. Um, and it was actually a really funny story about the first time I got drunk. That's not really appropriate for this. But, <laughs> uh, just because I I'm just so afraid my mom's gonna hear it. it's such a bad thing that I did. But uh, yeah, I I started drinking because it was like this seems like fun and I just want to do a bunch of shit you know what I mean like I'm like an adventurous little 16, 17 year old yeah but I started smoking cigarettes strictly because it looked cool (laughs) Like you know what I mean (laughs) strictly because it was fucking cool looking and like kids I was in bands with who were older who smoked I thought they were so sick and not one of them was going to be a cop so (laughs) bummer right (laughs) yeah they weren't as cool as I thought they were I just got I got in an argument with him at at a party about that about being a cop? Yeah, it sucked. Like, recently? Yeah, like, two weeks ago. Oh, uh, bummer. We're still boys. But... Well, I mean, like, maybe he'll be a cool cop. They need, to, we need to get, the, they need to start eventually, right? That doesn't exist. Or you think that, like, he might be cool now, but he's gonna get corrupted by the system that he is His whole bringing himself is he was into. Like, he was like, you yeah, know, I'm gonna work in internal affairs, and I'm gonna, like, bust the bad cops. And I was like, yeah, that's totally respectable, but you're still a fucking cop. Like... You're still telling people what to do all the time. That sucks. I could really go into that, but, like, in total moron terms, cops are shitty because they're just being cops about shit all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, the most moronic way I could put that. I ate a lot of cake, Athena. I'm I'm feeling fucking whatever. This is good, though. Conversation's good. Is what I needed. Yeah. You know, we actually are just hitting an hour about now, so we're going to be wrapping up. In a second here, or you want to fuck that? Let's roll with it, man. All right. <laughs> fuck that. What are you? Uh, what are you working on musically right now? Um. So. Pray for Teeth, is part time now. Life just kind of got in the way of the band for everybody. That's what's gonna happen when you get older. Yeah. But. I uh, started a new band, with Dave Watt, mm-hmm. friend of the show. Yes. <laughs> Friend of, friend of everyone, uh, Perfect Human, Dave Watt, uh, he plays drums in, uh, in my new band. Uh, Phil, who plays drums in Pray For Teeth, is playing guitar in this band. Ian, who has played bass in my old band, Old Accusers, is playing bass in this band. And uh, our friend Bill Barry is playing guitar, and uh, it's called Honeymoon. Okay. And we have a demo coming out uh, probably this week. I think yeah um, we're we're just hitting it hard it's like a bunch of dudes who've been in 100 bands so we're just like we know exactly what we want yeah try not to try to learn from all the mistakes that all the other exactly. bands made and just yeah. do it right hopefully right. we're psyched on it it's cool it's my favorite band I've ever been in cool so It'll what kind fun. of stuff is it it's, it's like uh, I mean so like old accusers and pray for teeth I've always been in like black sheep bands where it's like, you know, I was really into Neurosis and Botch and, like, all these, like, weirdo metal and hardcore bands, so that's what I've always gravitated towards. Yeah. Honeymoon is a little more straightforward, but, like, it's still different. I don't know. It's like fast, hardcore punk rock and roll with some thrash parts. I don't know. Cool. It's great. It's fun. Um, that's the most important. important. It's fun as fuck. It's definitely, like, beer-chugging music and, like, it's cool. It's a new avenue of songwriting that I've never done before, like, lyrically. Um, instead of, like, veiling everything in, in this deep metaphor about, like, h- human nature and all this shit, these songs are about, like, drinking and doing drugs and fucking up and, like... And be- just vary to the point, yeah. Be- I-, I can't really write, like, I'm real drunk. Yeah. everything sucks. Like, I can't write like that, like, well. Like, not too... There's weird. bands that can write really straightforward really well. Yeah. Uh, and it's, like, impressive to me because I fucking can't. <laughs> uh, so everything is still very, like, whatever. Um, Somewhat metaphorical, but... Sort of. Sort yeah. Of like, yeah. I, yeah. Just, I feel like I can relate with that. Yeah, like weird imagery of, I don't know. Yeah. Remember. But it's, like, a whole new... I went through, like, you know, this past, like, year, um... Just making a lot of really stupid decisions. Uh, not right. anything crazy. Just like personally like going through a lot of like personal turmoil growing up. Yeah. You know. Personal things. Yeah. It it, been there, it, for it, sure. Yeah, and just kind of like dealing with them in a different way than I have in the past, which a better way. <clears throat> Total worse way. <laughs> dealing with them in such a bad way. So okay, like, it's kind of about that. Oh, okay, uh, um, I get. I get. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And kinda of being psyched on it. Like I dunno. Like not giving a fuck. Yeah, I honestly, so my influence for the lyrics on this record, or this demo, um was shit like uh future. Okay. Where it's like partying. Yeah. There's a weird underlying element of sadness to it though. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's having a very good time, but why? yeah <laughs> sure there's like comes with a cost yeah um another person who i'm a massive fan of is drake so there's a I, I would listen to things like that and i would think yeah god this is gonna sound so corny i would think how can i apply like this i relate to shit like this how can i apply that to like what i'm doing yeah me, sure you know what i mean uh which is such like when you put it out into the world like what i'm saying it to you right now how bad does that sound? Like, somebody yeah. would being like, I'm going to start a band influenced by Drake. I want to fucking <laughs> never hear that. I would rather fucking cut my ears off and have to listen to that. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. There's some, very rarely in more aggressive music, do you hear something like that's like stri- somewhat metaphorical, but still stripped down enough that you're like, this person seems like fucked. Yeah. But, like, do you ever listen to Admiral Angry? Yeah, yo, Yes. That's, that band's incredible. Yeah. Um, lyrically great. Yeah, too. that's what I'm thinking of. Like, all the stuff that's on, like, on Buster with, like, a uh, like Sex with a Stranger Sex and the songs. a great song. And then, uh, there's, like, the one song where he's, like, I'm in the bathroom crushing up volume. Yeah. it's, like, this dude sounds out of his mind. Yeah. I don't want to be his friend, but I want to hang out with him. Yeah. But <laughs> then, 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 I've always been kind of, like, labeled, like, an asshole, um ever since i was in high school just because i'm like loud and obnoxious and like i mean well but I yeah you know what i mean uh and like you know everybody does this where you just like do or say a thing and then you reflect on it. you're like wow that was really stupid i need to change this behavior but you don't because it's like ingrained in you something i've been working on for a long time i've always ran away from it i've always been really upset i'm I'm the kind of person i'm always worried that like I never want anybody to have a problem with me ever. You know what I mean? I always want to. Yeah. I I want to be everyone's friend. I want every, you know what I mean? Um, So when I hear somebody's like, yeah, like, that's pretty fucked up of you. I'm like, why? What did I do? You know what I mean? And I panicked. Sure. And I've always, like, ran away from it. Now it's more of me confronting myself and being like, you're a fucking asshole. You've acted like shit to people and you need to deal with it. Maybe not in the proper way, but, like, instead of running from it, now I'm, like, staring in the face and, like, hopefully changing because of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could, like, I <coughs> agree if somebody has a problem with me, I'm always like, why? How can anybody, Because I, I feel such a sweet boy, how can anybody? <laughs> I feel like I'm, like, an okay dude. And yeah. like, uh, But at the same time, if, like, if you're somebody that, like, I don't know or I just typically don't give a shit about... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out of my way to be nice to you. I'm not going to be a dick to you either. It's just kind of like... Yeah. I'll walk past... Like, I don't know you. I'm not going to... Yeah. And sometimes that might rub people the wrong way. Because I meet a lot of people, and sometimes, like, I'm bad at remembering people when I meet them, and I feel like a dick. And yeah. And like, oh, I've like, it. three or four times. And it's like, eh, I mean, like, I, I just don't know you, and I just I don't have the mental capacity to care right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that. And sometimes it kicks me in the ass to end up being like cool people or somebody that, like, Mm -hmm. I should have hung out with a lot sooner, but it's, like... Yeah. I only have time for so many fucking people. It's, like, I work full-time, I have all these stupid projects that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's a significant other in my life, sometimes there's not. You know, it all adds up, so it's, like, the amount of time that I could give to people. It's, like, so limited. It's hard for me to, like... See, I, like, I want to give everybody all the time. I'm always, like, here, take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. uh, I think I just... I know what you mean. I'm really quick to be like. If I disagree with somebody, it doesn't mean I don't like them. And then a lot of people take that as like this person doesn't like me. Yeah. Like no, I just don't agree with what you're saying. You know, and I think that maybe those painted me as like a dick before, but well, some it's very there's those people that they'll try to show you a band, uh. and it's like, hey, you know, listen to this new Refused album, and you're like. I don't really want to listen to the new Refused album. I right. don't like it. I heard you it's, talk about the Refused album on the John On episode. Yeah. And there's a really good, he was like, not sucks. And you're like, I think it's good. And you guys were just like, cool, agree to disagree. That's the thing. It was beautiful. Like, I'm not going to be that type of person. It's like, you you don't get it. Yeah. Like, you just don't, you don't know. Like, you're, it's, that's, oh, it's a waste of time. Yeah. I'm probably, I used I just, to be that guy. I'm probably making you hate the album more. Mm-hmm. I totally used to be that guy. I punished people about Drake with that shit, though. Like, people were like, Drake sucks. Actually, my roommate, Chris, like, my, one of my best friends, um, he used to talk shit on it all the time. And I was like, I, like, sat him down and was like, no, like, there's value in this and, like, played it for him. And now he's, like, as large of a Drake fan as I am. God, nobody, well, I mean, should, nobody should ever listen to this episode. <laughs> there's been times when uh, somebody who I know well... hmm isn't familiar with the type of music like yeah. a, like, or they write something off, and it's like, no, I know that you're gonna like this. Yeah. You just need to sit like really take it in. Sometimes I get shown shit from friends. Me too. And I've, I've been turned on it's things like, before, yeah. But it's like I'm exposed to it at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. hey, listen to this crazy grindcore thing, and it's like I've been listening to Bjork all day. I don't yeah. feel like I'm not even in the right mindset for this. I I'm not. It's not processing and then a year later I'm in my friend's car and they're listening to something crazy I'm like what the fuck is this like it's the shit I've been telling you about for a year and you're like oh I'm a dick what uh so you like Bjork yeah I've been listening to that what's that record that starts with the V Vespertine yeah I've been listening to Vespertine a lot lately it's such a ugh it's so cool very 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 in love with her voice and like everything she does artistically what a beautiful creature yeah that woman is yeah, I, uh, I saw her in March That's so sick Yeah, I went up to New York awesome. By myself Like, fuck it, I don't want to go see Bjork Oh, well, I, I asked a couple people Yeah Everybody's like, oh, I don't have the money Like, it's fucking Bjork Yeah You make the money to go see Bjork Yeah, that's you, what, how I Don't be a dick It was like $50, come on Godspeed, you, Black Emperor, and the put a show together in Montreal And I was like, wow, that's the only show I'll ever care about You know, and it's like, <laughs> literally perfect And I tried to get a couple people to go And everybody's like, Ugh. I gotta work you know I'm like fucking who cares I don't know yeah <laughs> those are two bands that r- influenced like Pray for Teeth a lot um, I spent a lot of time listening to both of those bands so to experience them together in a live setting in a different country did you go? I didn't okay my greatest regret <sighs> you know those those are two bands I've heard people say a million things about and I've never really listened to either of them I think I listened to Neurosis when I was younger, and it went way over my head. Yeah. it That has the ability to do that. <laughs> um, I have not gone back to it since. Yeah. And Godspeed, I listened to some of the new album when it came out. Oh, I mean, it's the, the most recent one. The one. Yeah, yeah, except I mean, I guess it's been a while since it's come out now at this point. Maybe a year or two. No, they just put out a record this year. Oh, really? Did you, were you, listen, did you, fuck, what was that record they put out like two years ago called? It had like a like a sepia tone cover. It was like, kind of like brown and white. Maybe that was the one that came out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember because I was uh, I was in Philly with uh, William James. My boy. Oh man. And yeah. Uh, yeah, cause we went we went up to go see Convergent Pig Destroyer. Sick. <laughs> and uh, we were at a record store, and he was freaking out over like some Godspeed record that he yeah. found, and he was like, "Tell you like, you gotta check it out." I was like, "Okay," and then, like I tried to like sit down. I yeah. Just, but it's like. It's a dense thing it's to just kind of, like, sit down and be like, I'm going to get into this. And it's like, oh, God, these songs are really long, listen and there's a, listen, a lot of music, yeah. and it's just... Yeah. Man, I love William James, though. Yeah, he's an awesome... God, man. I miss him so bad. He used to do... Uh, Another friend of the show. That's right. I haven't listened to his episode yet. <laughs> uh, he used to do poetry with old accusers. He mm-hmm. I mean, had, like, a thing that he would do. Uh, that was cool. It was cool because we... We played, like, weird, like, you know, Western PA, hick-ass, beat-down shows. And we were always the freak band. And then, like, oh, like, the freak band has a poet now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, uh, I love him, though, man. I, I think he's doing really well in uh, New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. That's where he moved. I think he's doing really well. I'm psyched for him. Same. What a good guy. Yeah. You've got a couple of cool people on here. A lot of people I don't know. I, like, check out the list of people who you've interviewed. A lot of people I'm, I don't... I just don't know a lot of them. Yeah. About. It's... I... I've put myself into a, a pretty fortunate situation being involved in so many different projects and, like, different genres where I've, like, made, like, a weird circle of friends that... Mm-hmm. It, so I'm surprised sometimes that, like, people that do know each other, but it's weird because there's, like, completely different scenes of things that other people don't even realize fucking happened. Yeah. Like, I was I was so engulfed in the local hip-hop scene and didn't even know anything about the local hardcore or weirdo scene until I accidentally saw Worn Out Tigers once. Oh, cool, yeah. And I was like, these guys are fucking awesome. That's a good band. Yeah. And then... Good guys. Yeah. Um, also friends of the show. Which ones? Um, Jack has been on the show, That's and that. I've had Reverse the Curse on the show. Oh, okay um but uh yeah and i was like whoa like and then i saw the other like i I don't even remember the other ba- i don't think any of the other bands that were on that bill or bands anymore none of were bands anymore but then i was like oh like this is a thing and then mm. started going to more of those shows and like going to orange and stuff and uh, yeah, found yeah. out about a lot more bands like that and then met matt very ended up in old fears shout that's, out matt berry yeah matt very yeah and that's another... That's how I got into that whole world. That's awesome. That's cool. That's... I, like... I just moved here and... For college. And I had one friend. Her name is Sophia. Still a friend of mine. Uh, but she introduced me to a ton of people. Failure to Fall was... Yeah. I remember that band? Uh-huh. Uh, Jason, who plays and Pray for Teeth with me, was in Failure to Fall when I moved here. And... Uh, just hang out with those guys. And, like, I'd met a million awesome people. It's like Raven Harless started, too. So, like, I, I made, like, lifelong best friends yeah, with all awesome. of those people, and, like, I felt accepted, and it was, like, finally, like, a uh, forward-thinking music scene, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was in, like, the hip-hop scene, and then, like, all of the bands that wanted to be, like, the Devil Wars Prada mm-hmm. and Chiodos, like, yeah, that sounds all awesome. of those kids. Yeah. And it was, like, this was cool, like, they're good bands, good friends, but then, whenever I found, I was, like, oh, wow, there's these are, like, people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know well it was like people like me you know what I mean and that, yeah I'd always been looking for that when I, in, in Hermitage or Sharon or, you know what I mean we had like a small little scene do you remember that band from A Second Story Window yeah they were from my hometown okay so we were, did like a brief stint as like the metalcore capital of fucking the world for like a second <laughs> uh, one of the dudes in that band is like a really good buddy of mine so we still like talk about music and shit all the time but they were a huge influence on on me, and like I grew up, I was coming up great. Right as uh, they were super hot, you know what I mean, and like that's when I just started going to shows. So I was like, "Holy fuck, this is crazy! This is the craziest thing I've ever seen." Yeah. Then it died, and I was like, "No, no, no!" Like I want more. You know, I like I want more cool people doing cool shit, yeah, I, having fun. You know what I mean? I wish I could have been in like. A good band in, like, 2003, four, five. It would have been great. Like I remember, like, going to, like, once-nothing shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, where the fuck did all these kids go? They all grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all, yeah. And then it's it's so rare for local shows to get that kind of a draw now. Well, that's when, you know, when I was, like, 13 going to these, like, metalcore fests in 2003 in my hometown. Like, all those kids grew up, got jobs, got normal, became DJs or something, you know, um... And I was, like, one of the only ones that was like, no, 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 like, I want to start, like, more bands. Let's, like, let's all start a mm-hmm. thousand bands. I, I got, like, made fun of... Listen how backwards this is. I got made fun of for liking hardcore by metalcore kids. Like, that's how weird that shit was. Is it like, oh, like, tough guy shit. And I was, like, listening to Bane. And I was like, <laughs> what? what are you talking about? You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, but, yeah, I, I, I was, like, thirsty for constantly going to shows. Twelve years later, I'm still... Yeah. ...into it, and, like, that's... I don't know. It's pretty cool. I think a big problem with... At least the the scene here is, like... This might seem weird to some people, but I think our hugest problem right now is all of the house venues that we have, because there's too many fucking shows at once, and it's really, like, encouraging the clickiness, because so it's, like, every little click in the scene has its own little place where they can hang out. And those people only hang out at those places. And there's never a big show. It's like every weekend there's three or four, five, six, seven shows going on at all these different houses. Mm-hmm. It's like, why the fuck can't we just have like one good vent? I mean, there isn't a place to do it. That's a problem Yeah. where there's like one place where everybody can hang out and be cool and feel safe or whatever and watch five bands play but there's like well there's too many fucking bands and everybody wants to play every weekend mm-hmm. I mean as far as I'm concerned there's no good house venues left in Pittsburgh which is weird that you think there's too many well I didn't say anything about good Okay, I just said house venue okay I, see I don't those are occupied by a, a section of people that I don't particularly know uh, or associate no, with I don't know them I don't really interact with them ever um mm. I mean, I've played, like, some really fun house shows. Yeah. But it's it's still, it's like, you know, I get invited to all these shows, mm. and it's just... I don't see how it's helping anybody except for the bands that want to play every yeah. weekend to ten kids in a basement. Yeah, I, I got a really bad taste in my mouth for a lot of that shit a couple of years ago because of a person who's been on the show that some things happened recently with. Sure. Um... Just for, just, like, general vibes, you know what I mean? Uh, that, that, you know, I don't need to be fucking talking shit right now. So I was kind of like, ah, you know, I don't like the way you handle this kind of stuff. These shows, I don't really want to associate with this. Uh, and then I was, like, starting to warm up, and I was, like, you know, getting older. I was like, no, you can be friends with everybody. You can go to shows here and, like, not really be friends with these kids, but interact with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, maybe you don't like the music, but, like, you're if you get asked to play one of these shows maybe you should play whatever and then this shit recently happened so it's like oh I was right and you guys have all known about this and you know what I mean Yeah. so that distaste has come back even stronger um, I I just wish that shit would change I wish that the kids that involve themselves in Pittsburgh with that kind of stuff would recognize that there's like really cool things going on outside of their little world um but they also are adults who can do whatever they want to do so i don't really care that's true yeah i think that these are all very little side effects of like this dramatic generation gap that we're in the middle of with Uh, kids that are like growing up with like fully being schooled and going through with like social media and everything being a thing like the bubble is encouraged with like the lifestyle now whereas like we had MySpace and stuff, but that <coughs> wasn't, like, in our phone, blowing up notifications all the time. Mm. We still had to, like, go out into the world to really make friends. Unless and you had a sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I wanted one so bad. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I never had one either. Fuck. But yeah, I know what you mean. I don't... Here's here's the thing. Here's where I have a lot of trouble. Um, fuck the time. We got plenty of time. Okay. If, we'll make it a three-hour episode. Okay. No one listen to it. It'll be great. Um, I don't ever want to tell anybody what to do ever i don't ever i can even having a, an opinion on a thing and stepping on somebody else's shit i think you're allowed to have your opinion but if you're in like interfering with somebody's good time you're a piece of garbage and i'm definitely guilty of doing that 100% i may not agree i've been very vocal <laughs> about a lot of shit that goes on here in pittsburgh yeah what it boils down to A, it's actually none of my fucking business B, these kids are having fun Let them have a good time C, it's virtually harmless Then it became harmful recently Yeah, and now, you know what I mean It's very easy in my head to just want to tell All of of them, you know, like Well, like There's been a piece of shit in your midst for a long time Find them all and remove them It's not that difficult I've been blessed uh, with having really good people in my life so I've never fortunately had to do that yeah Uh, so it's probably easier said than done and they're you know whatever but uh, Pittsburgh I would say is very divided music back to what we were originally talking about it's like the the problem here now Um, it's a super divided city I guess Uh, (laughs) but I can kind of dance within different, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's how I am, yeah. too, but I, yeah. I try to like, you know, like, uh, I have friends that play in like, 18 Visions Worship hardcore bands. Yeah. That some of my really good friends would ever be caught dead at a show, you know, but I love them. I love their that shit that they're playing. Um, I'm also really good friends with everybody in Run Forever. That's like a whole different, you know what yeah. I mean? That's a whole different thing. I, and I, I try to be as open as possible. I wish I knew more about like Pittsburgh rap, but but nobody's like fucking doing anything cool. Um, I try to have a foot in every door and I want to be that way forever. You know what I mean? I never, with being 25 now, I'm like super terrified of like, there's a, I read this thing that like, I think it's like age 33 that, I might've just made that up. There's a certain number close to, you know, how old we are that that's when you stop seeking out new music you basically huh. studies studies have shown once you get to this age you generally stop seeking out new music and it kind of makes sense you know what i mean like old guy syndrome with like a lot of you know whatever i'm so terrified of that i'm so terrified of that like that one day i'm just gonna be like ah. you know i'm sure you cool. met the guy that says like there's nothing, you know. None of these new bands that are any any good. Oh yeah, I mean, you're a fucking actual idiot. Like, <laughs> like, pull your head out of your well, ass. I think that that study is like the general person. The general person, yeah, isn't somebody that's involved in making music. Yeah, or has a passion for it to a level that you have or that I have. The normal person just like uh, whatever. Like it's just it's the same they take it the same as watching a movie or something. You know, it's just like it's hmm. entertainment, and that's it. Yeah. For us, it's like, this is everything. This is our blood. Yeah. I'll die without this. Yeah. And for them, it's just like, whatever. Like, yeah. I mean, boys I, am just like a fucking nerd. Like, you're a nerd about a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, you know how it is to be, like, a fan. You know? Yeah. And, like, I'm still, like. I don't think that there's going to be one day you wake up, and you're like, I'm like, 33. I guess yeah. I'm going to listen so, to this shit for the rest of my life. On the, other, the flip side of this coin, there's this band from D.C. called Pure Disgust, this hardcore band. Um, and a lot of the kids are really young. Two of them are 16, I think. And actually, when I went with uh, my friends in Concealed Blade, to, they played a show uh, in New York Friday with Pure Disgust. And uh, I realized that two of the 16-year-old kids I had met th- two or three years ago on tour with Pray for Teeth when they were really young. And I remember those kids making me psych then because they were just like psyched to be at a show. Yeah. And like we're, you know, super thirsty for knowledge on like a lot of stuff. And I was, saw myself in them and I was like psyched. And then I realized while I'm at, I'm like, you know, watching this hardcore band play at this venue in, in Brooklyn. And I'm like, yo, these are the kids that are 16 now. You know what I mean? And they're they're ripping. They're absolutely ripping. Um, so I was like so so psyched to talk to them after the show, and I think that I was a little drunk, so I was just kind of like, "Hey, you guys remember me?" <laughs> <laughs> like, very weird, but um, yeah, they get, like these kids are still making killer hardcore. You know what I mean? And it's awesome. Like there's and there's a I think there's a lot of young bands doing cool shit. Pure Disgust from DC, fuck, they're awesome. Yeah, what a good band. I think that there's always there's this energy, and true angst that you need Mm -hmm. for that music to really like, hit at its hardest possible. So it's like, once you like start, I mean, the thing that sucks is like, once you get into your mid-twenties and on, it's like, how much shit do you really have to be like, that genuinely angry about? Mm -hmm. Like, you can it's like, it always starts to like, the hardcore starts to mature in some weird way Mm -hmm. in what you're doing, but that like, real raw just super abrasive type of stuff it's it's i find it's really hard for me to like personally have that type of energy when i'm doing something or like believe like old dudes sometimes like when they're playing and really feel like yeah i don't know i just anytime i see like a young band playing yeah i'm like it's like the first time i saw code orange kids oh yeah i was like holy shit No, the first time seeing them was absolutely insane. Yeah. They were an absolutely insane band. Yeah. And still they're still great. Yeah. And but I mean it's like, you know, obviously now they've gotten older, they've gotten more experimental and Mm -hmm. like they're better at what they do. Yeah. But still that like that chaos of it being like a little scattered and just Mm -hmm. like these young kids are just like, What are you so mad about? But it was like great. I'm definitely the opposite. I'm still psyched. You know what I mean? I'm still psyched on, like, being in a hardcore band. You know? Like, I'm yeah. still psyched on. I think on that, like, I would love being in it. That's yeah. the thing, is, like, it, I would drop most things that I'm doing if I could make Old Fears happen again. Yeah. Because i love, like, letting that energy out mm-hmm. and being in it. But, again, that goes back to me, like, not listening to a lot of the stuff that I want to make. Yeah. No, yeah, I, it, totally. Um,. I think, though, that, like, I'm 25 now. I'm having a hard time being 25. But I still, if 15-year-old Neil could see me now, <laughs> he'd be, like, hella bummed that I smoke cigarettes. <laughs> uh, and, like, I'm kind of a, a piece of shit. But he he would be psyched. There's a lot of stuff in my life I'm not happy about a lot of which we discussed and now I have like this weird motivation to go make a million things Uh, but 15 year old Neil really truly fell in love with playing music with writing with meeting people spreading ideas um, doing dumb shit like going on tour uh and that's I still do it um much to the dismay of my parents maybe <laughs> much to the the dismay of the like the smart part of my head that's like you know like a, so my job that I have right now is like pretty good like I have like a 401k and like work full time and it's like terrifying and I want to quit <laughs> because I don't... I can't just leave. I can't... You know what I mean? And that's, like, a part of me that I hope never goes away. Because it started when I was, you know, 14, 15. Yeah. And, like... I mean, you could leave. You could do whatever you I want. I can do whatever the fuck I want. But it's done. Um, uh, yeah. I, the older I get, the more I'm like, that's stupid. Don't do that, you know? Um, But... I'm just happy that I'm fulfilling the promise I made to myself as, like, a kid. Which a lot of people can hear that, and it sounds juvenile. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure some 15-year-olds were like, you're going to be a fucking... I don't know provisional Motorcycle Fucking jumper I don't Whatever the fuck People liked when they were 15 Like Yeah Yeah You know what I mean Um And they fell out of it And they're accountants now Or they're Architects Or maybe They're Fucking Whatever Whatever they do Store manager at Hot Topic Yeah 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 (laughs) Maybe Maybe they have cool Maybe they have cool jobs Not like accountants Like maybe they're Fucking fashion designers Or maybe they're a, a marine biologists I don't know I it might, that might sound juvenile to people like that who like grew up and found a passion in like a in like a career trajectory and I do and I have that well, with I coffee think that, you know what Yeah, I mean yeah, I think yeah I think that I absolutely have that but I'm still excited that 15 year old me would be super happy with what I'm up to that makes me happy yeah I, I think that the 15-year-old me would, too. Would you be psyched? Uh, I think so. See? Then we're, then we're all then right. Yeah. I, I just... My big thing is just trying to keep myself happy, mm-hmm. and I can take care of myself and just do whatever the fuck I want to do. Let's then try not to stress out over stuff, because, like, I do a lot of shit. And some days, there's times when, like, I don't feel like working on psych shit today. Okay, don't. Like, yeah. just don't do whatever you or, want all like, the time that's, yeah. the, that's the goal with like, life is do whatever I, yeah. you want I don't you know I want to take off work a day this week and it's like I'm in a position it's like okay I can do that it's like hey yeah. I'm not coming in today dude how cool is not going to work they're giving me Monday off for my birthday and my plan is to just wake up and get fucking drunk all day because I mean it's like a paid day off <laughs> so like that's I'm still at 25 yeah psyched I'm like I can get drunk and get paid for it like fuck yeah my parents had a two-year-old, me, when they were 25. And I'm and I'm going to drink all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they Dude, could, yeah. my mom was 17 when she had me, but that was like 18. Isn't that and crazy like, to think yeah. about that? Like what you were doing even at 17 and 18? Yeah. I'm in, I'm in a reflective period with just like time and age right now. So like I, that's why when I hear that, I'm like, whoa, man. I <laughs> no. honestly, I had a huge like fuck you problem with my parents until mm. i realized that one day yeah i still have that problem yeah but i'm a little bit more understanding now mm. of the situations like holy shit like i can't even imagine that's insane having like if i had a kid having an eight-year-old right now or whatever yeah yeah dude. like that's like that's something like, an eight that's some shit you've gone through that's a real person like your yeah. kid's in school now oh. and, like Back to school shopping. I'm probably complaining about video games that I want and stuff. And Oh, what a nightmare. All things considered, I was raised pretty well. Yeah. My parents had their problems, but I was never like... Nothing weird or bad or... No, mm, yeah, me neither. So, but... uh, Yeah, a lot of work. Well, yeah, so I think about... You know, my parents were 22 or 23 when they had me. And, like... They gave up so much shit. You know what I mean? Like, we grew up not very well off at all, you know? Yeah. We're all been like a really small family and there's been like always a lot of bullshit and like I used to get stressed out about when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Mad at them I guess because they didn't do things maybe the way I would have as a twelve year old. (laughs) (laughs) But uh I look back now and I'm like man it's like I'm, I'm lucky you know like we definitely weren't middle class or rich or any of that shit by yeah. any means but like I, I was raised by two really really wonderful people and that's they like gifted that to me you know what I mean yeah so that's I'm thankful for that and like my mom's still super supportive of like me just like seeking happiness and saving my dad like he's great uh And he's, like, the reason why at 15 I got really into workers' rights and, like, politics, you know what I mean? So, like, I I have the experiences that they set up for me, whether on purpose or not, to thank for the person I am now. Sure. Which is, like, you know, I can't complain about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just fucking had a realization that, like, I, me and my mom, like, shit with us fell apart when I was, like, 16 i moved out when i was 17 like yeah. moved out got kicked out and i just realized like that's that my mom was 17 when she had me mm-hmm. and thinking about like how like dumb my life was at that point like yeah. everything that i thought that was important then just definitely is not was not important at the time and just, but it like, was important trying to like you just yeah. yeah like trying to like figure myself out like so much shit was going on i can't yeah. even imagine like having a kid in the middle of all that shit. Well, also, having a kid at any time is just a stupid thing. <laughs> it's, like, the stupidest thing everybody could do. Uh, we're gonna have to, like, do another episode sometime. <laughs> I feel like, because I, I feel like I, I held back a lot. Like, I feel like next time we should get some beer. Okay. And, like, really let loose. Yeah. And, like, for all seven people they are gonna hear it. I won't tell my mom about that one. Okay. She asked what I was doing today. I was like, I gotta, like, go be on my friend's podcast. And then, so she knows this is happening. the, I'll get drunk. I'll tell that, like, first time I got drunk story. We could do, like, a... Uh, we got almost we almost got heavy today. I believe we can get way heavier. Yeah. I want to cry, both of us, on the thing that you're going to put on the internet. Okay. I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do a part two. Make sure you specify part one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah, to be continued. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. We can wrap this one up. This is pretty good, but it's not the longest episode. Who's the longest? Um... I think the drummer from Deathlehem was the longest episode that I did. No, the longest episode that I did was with Matt Berry. A fucking chorus. A fucking chorus. (laughs) But it got cut down. Okay. Because it was like one of the first ones, so I didn't want to post like a two and a half hour long conversation. Yeah. But yeah, unedited, that was definitely the longest conversation. But you can fucking talk. Yeah, I know. Um, Well... Well, this is going to beat it because it's a two-parter. Maybe a three-parter. Maybe a fucking four. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, well, hey. Thanks for coming over. Thank you for having me. This has been so cool. Cool. And And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Neil's a good dude. I'm finally... um, I'm finally... I'm glad that I finally got to sit down and talk with him, uh, you know, it's, it's always cool to meet new people, especially people that, you know, you have things in common with, uh, after we were done recording the conversation, like, he was flipping through my record collection, and we were just talking about a bunch of different shit, from fucking, you know, Darkest Hour, to Origin, to fucking Paramore, and Mindless Self-Indulgence, and all, we are just talking about shit, uh, Really, yeah, definitely going to do another episode down the road, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, um, like I said on the last episode, I haven't been uploading these every week, so I might be back next week with another conversation, it might be another two weeks, who knows, whatever, uh, regardless, I am Sykes, Start the Beat, 2015, Woo! Woo! I just farted. Thanks for listening.